0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches
1: getting ready to take
2: on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save 50 dollars on select battery tool
1: sets real steel Offer valid on select AK systems,
2: through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. The Volume.
3: What up, y'all? It's Teva from Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Now, we're a college football show, but... I'm a massive NBA fan. Now I'm a Pelicans fan, which can be a try and existence at the times, and well the news about Zion's been no fun lately, but whatever. I love the NBA, right? And if you love the NBA, there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. But why, T Bob? Well, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use. Uh, FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and you know stuff going on all the time. Uh, when you win, very importantly, you get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to play. Okay, spread, money line, over, unders, totals, player props, individual same-game parlays, multi-game parlays. It's all there with the live betting. It doesn't matter if you're running up late, you got to your party late, you're hanging out with the fellas, the girl fellas, whatever the point is. Live betting, I mean, you can jump right in. You can bet with your friends, and you too can be cheered for these same things. So what are you waiting for? Okay, download the FanDuel app today, and let's start to make every moment more with FanDuel promo code SNAPS. 21 or older in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine 369 ny Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minnesota, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, tennessee virginia 1-800 next step or text next step to 53342 arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in connecticut 1-800-9 with it indiana one 800 4700 or visit KSGamblingHelp.com, kansas 1-877-770 stop louisiana visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland, 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Snaps, it is uh, Thursday, March thirtieth, twenty 2023, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob Hebert, uh joined as always. By the legendary, the beautiful, uh, recently snipped man, Aaron Murray, oh.
1: Aaron, brother. How you doing? I, um, today was a good awful, day. I feel awful. Forward, I know you feel awful because you, you got to get your kids sleep trained. Mom, mom's on call. For those who have kids listening, mom's on call. The kiddos sleep fault. like a damn champ. You put them on it, and you say, "Listen here, sucker, you're going to bed here." And we ain't coming into your room till here so there's no use of bitching and moaning that's what's going to be and they did it it's great it's been phenomenal so seven, so, to seven. but have
3: you run have you run into the situation with little man though where he's like dad i'm i'm, I'm just terrified i'm just terrified yeah. because my heart was broken put a night a couple- light in
1: his room we yeah they have light she
3: in. has a nightlight we have a nightlight yeah like, but like the other day, it's like, uh, no, I know Thomas cried out for show, for show. And that's what we're doing with the baby. It's not a baby. It's, it's, it's a little bit of the baby, but like, I'm not worried about that. Baby's dumb. They'll cry it out. They'll be fine. But yeah, my oldest yeah. one the other day was punching herself in the head, crying, oh saying she what? can't control. It's like, I can't control my brain. And I'm like, heartbroken. I'm like, I know, dude, I, I oh, get that awful. feeling. I was yeah. super scared little kid. I used to get nightmares mm-hmm. all the time. I absolutely hate it. My parents used to clown me because they could hear my chubby self just like boom, 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 like pounding down the stairs, come run into their bed constantly. So I don't know. It was a bad night for your boy last night though, but, um,
1: we had a bad few nights to make you feel We had a bad few nights that Had nothing to do with crying more of uh stomach bug throwing up at like midnight Yeah, and, wants, hell yeah, to because, and uh, wants to watch a movie. like no 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 no! no, but like he like he throws up we go upstairs we're like changing his like we're getting him clean we're changing the bed and he's like playing with his toys like nothing happened and he looks at me like dada i want to go watch a movie i'm like no no he's like i want to go watch incredibles like maddox it is one o'clock in the morning we're going to bed (laughs) no no, no, i want to watch incredibles uh can i have gatorade and incredibles i'm like oh my god i'm no Gatorade and
3: Incredibles. Dead. Hell yes, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm like,
1: um, and crackers.
3: Thomas Dare says, my five-year-old gave me the terrified guilt trip. Tried to make her cry out. She cried to hard She threw up and pissed herself. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, that excellent, geez. Thomas. Uh, misery loves company. Love um, mm-hmm. that, that's funny. That Gatorade of Incredibles combo sounds like the toddler version of something that I used to love to do in sixth grade when uh i was you know a chubby very pale white kid with a buzz cut and braces i looked like a young uncle fester and uh i used to sneak down to the basement with a giant box of uh goldfish and do you remember mondos did you ever have a mondo they had the little twist caps and they were like these squeeze bottle things well anyway goldfish mondos and bet for like hours on end just watching big booty shake little chubby T-Bob in the nice. suburbs of Atlanta mm. just watching big booties while slamming goldfish and Mondo's little salty sweet you. mix absolutely this uh swaggy
1: T-Bob back in the day I think I did that one time with uh, American Pie no yeah, American yeah. American hell pie. yeah dude yeah yeah but somehow you know when I was crushing the goldfish and Gatorade my dad walked in on the lesbian scene and, you know, I got to
4: do <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah, that, all mean, times, so that was in the walk-in
1: was that we're like, you know, they're like whipping out the things. And I'm just like, geez.
3: Oh, wait, is I'm this not- American wedding? Is this American wedding that we're no, talking about when they're having this no, party man, at their I house?
1: I think it's the first one where like they're painting the house and the two girls go up into the room. Wasn't that the first one? I, I so. mean,
3: my only memory of risque, super risque content in the first one is when Jim is filming Shannon Elizabeth in his room, right? And then Jim ends up fucking the apple pie and Jim's yeah. dad catches this him in one. the kitchen. Uh, there is in the third one, they have like the Bachelor Party with Mr. Belvedere, which is a pretty yeah. excellent uh, sequence as well. I just remember being a little kid whenever you're watching something on Shady on television. Um, you had to have the jump back button ready to go. Right. Oh yeah. So like oh, I would yeah. always have like my Nickelodeon set up or whatever. And as soon as I got an inkling of like, uh, footsteps on the stairs or, you know, somebody's coming towards the door, bam, jump back to Nickelodeon Oof. and get off of wild on E with Brooke Burke. And then as soon as they're mm. gone, go back to wild on E or even like, if you're really lucky, maybe you get like a Girls gone Wild infomercial, right. Oh. One of
1: those, uh like hour long we thought uh, we were so sneaky our parents knew everything everything that we were doing and i feel like we're gonna know everything our kids are doing even more because like maybe our parents weren't as tech tech savvy because all that stuff is still new but like you know like i don't know if my parents knew what the history button was but i didn't either but like i i know what the history button is so we'll see if maddox is smart enough one day to know you know to to go clear the cookies or not
3: well, and see, so that's the other thing, though. You'll, I mean, their technology, if 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 recent history holds true, yeah. their technology will be such that even though we think of ourselves as being uh, technologically literate, uh, they will run circles around us, right? And so they'll be winning and getting in greasiness around the edges that we won't even know exist, which doesn't stress me out too bad because no. I feel like that's kind of the natural order of things, right? You just, that's part of growing up is figuring out to get into some stuff like that. Um, but we'll see, we'll see Greg Hendricks. Cause he used to rent porn on direct TV and they found out when the bill came in. <laughs> I never got that. I, I don't think I've ever, uh, I don't know that I've ever paid, uh, for anything. Not maybe not even like a, ho- a hotel room either. I, I do remember watching like the spice channel scrambled back in the day. Um, I remember, uh, me and one of my buddies, um taping over an old wwe page. they had this weird thing where like if you put it on a certain channel in their house you could go to whatever channel their parents were watching and one day they were watching like some softcore thing and so we immediately got out like a vhs i think it had like a pay-per-view taped on it and just uh recorded the uh the some hbo you guys are sad. i've never heard of softcore. that before
1: you guys,
2: right, what are you going to
3: do? Dude?
1: Little nerdy boys back in the day doing that stuff. Uh, th- did you ever find
3: woods porn, Aaron Murray? Like a bag of what? porn in the woods? This is a real thing. So people always think I'm making it up because it is absolutely lost to time already. But if you Google it or look it up for generations, um, nudie mags being stashed in the woods were a very real thing. Uh, you can't have it in the maybe house, it maybe you're trying to hide it or whatever. Yeah, it, it's like it, it is a legitimate uh societal phenomena. Uh phenomenon. And I'll never forget uh being in junior high and I'm at my buddy's house or playing in the woods, and all of a sudden there's this like zip up duffel bag just there in the middle of the woods. Like, what the hell is this, dude? We pop that thing open, just Playboys, uh hustlers. It was like it, it, it was like finding um it, it felt a bit like the scene in Pulp Fiction when they open up the briefcase and there's just a golden glow, right? Like that's mm-hmm. what it felt like unzipping that bag. Like, oh! We had never seen anything like it. Uh, and then, yeah, once again, dude, you know, we, we we ended up just keeping it in the woods. And then yeah. it was just everybody's. And, part? It was. Yeah, T-Bob became, became was the,
1: the holy and grail. This, this, is this is when t this is when T-Bob became the ultimate outdoors kid. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. Hey, mom, I want to go outside. Are you, wait, what's going on here?
1: T-Bot, ah, T went from, from playing video games 24-7 yeah. to all of a sudden, you know, losing some weight and going for hikes all the time. <laughs> yeah,
3: my uh, my uh, yeah, my <laughs> mom used to have to force me outside sometimes. I'd be so happy Ooh, when it was going to be a I'm rain day. So I knew I could stay inside and play uh, in 64 all day. It was the absolute best. Um, all right, so on today's show, it's going to be a pretty chill Thursday show. We actually have a few things that are maybe not pure football. We got a lot of sexy body work to break down look at this Thomas mm. Dare. I took my first dip and found wood porn on the same day incredible wow. wow unbelievable dude that's growing up hey that's just growing up in America dude um but yeah we're, we're going to talk Will Levis got a little Anthony richin he had his pro day today um I've got some uh we not talked about Kirby sniping at Saban in the media though I can't wait for Aaron Murray to tell us that, that Kirby meant nothing by it. He was not talking about Saban. It's just happy coincidence that Kirby's quote just so perfectly uh, countered what Nick Saban had to say a couple of weeks ago. And then I've got a little game that I want to make Aaron play at the end that I haven't told him about it yet Ooh. that I'm going to make him play, and we'll see uh, how he does. Um, okay, real quick, let's start uh, here. Uh did you see the pictures of will levis that have hit the internet today because our boy is throwing out some thirst traps and uh, i hope you're watching youtube.com slash the volume so you can get a better idea of what we're talking about here if not uh pause the podcast go look up the pictures so you have some context for what we're about to talk about brum are you there can you can you can you give us the picture of, of will levis i don't know he's been uh impossible to uh talk to before the show today uh Brumsey's very busy I don't mean that from an attacking standpoint but I do mean that it's going to be a little Just hard to do this live shit. production Just no I'm shit. no no I'm not throwing oh, shade at no. all I'm you saying no asshole. look look I'm I'm I'm, I'm not here
1: he's not here I'm, I'm fucking tired <laughs> Damn, my voice no. is
3: shot I feel a little sick okay my my morale has been a little low now fuck tennessee i'm very hyped for this lsu tennessee baseball game night tennessee about to get these fucking hands okay all i'm saying is we are kind of doing a bit here and an entire show here that is going to require a lot of visual <laughs> aids and it's going to be a problem if we
1: can't oh, have grum to bring good. up the pictures Too which good. it
3: appears like maybe okay you know what then fuck it we're going to start with Kirby big nuts can i okay? do it?
1: i'm going to do it on my phone look at this just wait for a second oh there's my picture it's not going to work on your
3: phone uh, I did Why watch Mando. Keaton. It was
1: excellent. Andy J.
3: Today, me and you are enemies. Okay, Andy J. Is a Tennessee fan. Last night, uh, no, you got to put it in front of your face so we can see it. Um, I don't. I don't think you understand how the camera angle works here. Like, like we're gonna see whatever you see in the live shot. So if you put it in front of your face like this, we'll see. If you put it over oh. here, we're not gonna be able to. Um, look, this is how I feel about Tennessee today. Okay. Uh fuck Peyton Manning, the entire Manning family. Um, fuck wow. Pat Summit. Uh fuck Tony Vitello. Fuck Phil Fulmer. Uh fuck Butch Jones, especially Butch Jones, always and forever. Um, fuck Josh Heupel, fuck Hooker, fuck Arian Foster. Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, oh. that's how it's going down with the Vols today. Okay. Because they about to get the ass kicked. I they think they're all tight. They had a cute little good football season, been good in baseball for a couple years. Oh, Rick Barnes and the basketball team were so consistent. Well, guess what? It's over. Okay. Tennessee. You had a cute little run here. It's time to go back to being shit. You're not doing anything. Yes. Thomas fuck Alvin Kamara as well. If you have any association with Tennessee, wow. even tangentially, it's an FU sort of day. So that's what I'm talking about. Everybody go to wow. the box, get it, uh, get get crazy. Let's go.
4: Um, so yes, so like we are going to be on cool on Monday. You're the out on all volunteers. All of them.
3: Hey, of them. bro. Heavy, heavy emphasis on the tears as they're going to be crying by the end of tonight. Uh, Paul Skeen's about to put it on that ass. Sorry though, this is not a college baseball podcast. All right, Brum, are you there? I am. Are we, are we like? back? Okay, cool, perfect. Can you give me Will Levis? Can
2: I sure give can. Me the give Levis, me Will Levis uh,
3: picture pick collage here. Um, this chance is chance Babbitt Tennessee radio. for beating my raging Cajuns in the tourney. Absolutely, uh, dude, you took a shot at Davy Crockett. I mean, he's he's overrated. What did Davy Crockett ever actually do except for wear a coonskin hat? I don't know anything else that Davy Crockett did. I like, did my, I like my volunteers
4: who don't get killed, you know?
3: Uh, yeah, exactly. There okay, we so go. Here it is. If you're watching, if you're listening on podcasts, uh, Will Levis posts some pictures online. It's before an action oh pictures from goodness. December to March. Um, and he claims the December pictures are the worst shape of his career after injuries. And now in March, he is uh, objectively, objectively, Shredded. And I'll look, I'll I'll say this. Um Will Levis Aaron at his worst looks better than I could have ever dreamed of looking at my best. I mean, those are not your typical before pictures. That's like an eight-pack no. with uh, uh 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 those sex bones, you know, that V staring me in the face. Um so already he are had a way better. I've
4: Dude, always called him sex, yeah,
3: sex bones. I saw one um Woman that I follow on Twitter that's very fo- funny that called them cum gutters, which are um, mm. you know, pretty it's it's it that's that's a cooler name for him for sure. But uh he looks incredible before afterwards, dude. Our guy looks like a straight bodybuilder. I mean it's yeah. it's borderline insane. He looks like a superhero, a juice head like like the afterwards pictures looks like he has more abs than the human anatomy dictates should even be available to have. Like, I feel like I'm counting at least like 14 of them things in that picture.
1: Um, Aaron is People Will Levis a
3: linebacker too jacked.
1: Yes, he is significantly too jacked. There has to be and you're being a serious. Level of, you're, this is a real so I'm being dead ass serious in this one. Like, there has to be a level of fluidity with a quarterback. We're not linebackers. I mean, T... Tim Tebow and Brady Cook are the perfect examples. Like if your upper body is so big and who stiff, Who is Brady
4: Cook, Aaron? You
1: can't rotate. Brady, Brady Cook. Quinn. Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. My apologies. Brady Cook Brady Cook is the quarterback from Missouri actually. Um, so there you go, Brom. That's who Brady Cook is. Uh, Brady Quinn. You have to be able to rotate. You have to be flexible. You have to be able to create torque. And when I talk about torque, I talk about the lower body and upper body disassociation. So... Like a good golfer, like any good quarterback or a pitcher, there is a level where your lower body initiates the, the the power. Your upper body is able to turn to kind of delay the process, and then boom, it's like a whip after that. So, if you're so damn stiff and you can't rotate, that at the end of the day, all you are all you're using is is arm strength. Which th- there is that's the misconception about throwing, whether you're a pitcher or or a quarterback your arm is there to guide the pass. And yes, you do need to be physically strong in certain aspects of the entire shoulder to, to maintain health, but really you're generating your power from, from the ground up, from your glutes, from your, your, your quads, your hamstrings, uh, your hips, your core, and then your arm is really just guiding the ball in the direction. If you're not using any of that because it's so damn stiff and you're just using your upper body, it's going to create unnecessary wear and tear. And also, you're just going to fatigue a lot easier too. So all that probably sounds boring as hell because it kind of goes into the anatomy of throwing, but it's not good. It's not good. Like the, today, we were watching Anthony Richardson. Anthony's big. He's naturally big, but he's not yes. bulky. He's smooth. No. There isn't this grunting when he throws the football. Like I look at Will Levis, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's trying to you know hold in and, and rip a fart as he's trying to throw a football. There's <laughs> not that fluidity to it. Anthony Wait, has we do, that on, the way we, he's
3: we, built. We, we just showed Levis' throws yesterday, though, and I, but I, what I'm and, worried and about is him incredible. getting to
1: the point where he has to muscle it because of mm. the loss of that fluidity. That's the problem. You get too so, strong, you lose that
3: natural whip. So even though he has absolutely, and by the way, in the before picture says he's two twenty six, and the after he's two thirty, which is a pretty incredible weight for his size. So look at the after quads. Even though he has massive quads, you're I mean, saying the, the overall stiffness the will prohibit him from taking arms. advantage of the quads.
1: Look at the middle pictures. Look at the yeah, middle it's pitcher. so tight looking, dude. He looks like a superhero. You can't tell me like the flexibility from left to right isn't significantly different. I mean, look at, look, I mean, he's ripped in the left one, his arms, but that right one, I mean, you have to have a level for those who are, you know, listening on podcasts, I'm sorry, but you have to have a level of being able to externally rotate your arm to be able to pull it back here. And if you are so bulky to create that whip right here, it's that whip you see, I love you if you see pitchers or quarterbacks and they they do the um you know like a a picture of them throwing and you see some guys that like their arms are all the way back here like patrick mahomes like it's almost like all the way back here that that flexibility that he can create you need that if you're so damn bulky, you can't get back there you just can't do it so uh i know it looks good i know you think it's 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 impressive but look at tom brady man tom brady never touched weights all he's doing is band workouts he wants flexibility, and he wants length. Have you you seen want long muscles, recently? not short months. He Yeah, great. He looks great. Yeah, oh he looks great. Are my. you talking
3: about the Top, the the top, top Gun pictures? I yeah. love the Top Gun from the Beach pictures for Tom Brady. They're just absolutely fantastic. Just a bunch of fellas having fun. You know, Tom living his quite best the divorce. boys. but
1: a post-divorce Tom life, is quite what, literally. Tom is what a quarterback team. needs to look like, though. Tom is what a quarterback needs to look like.
3: Um, well, let's see what a quarterback needs to look like because, Aaron, we actually have a picture of Aaron Murray um, yeah, from his goodness. days at the Combine Brum. If we can go ahead and uh, what we can compare and contrast a little Levis to Murray here and see if Aaron Murray was too jacked in his playing days. Aaron, is there anything to be said for look good, feel good, play good? Because if I looked like Will Levis, see, I'd be walking around there. very cocky. See,
1: like that's a good level of not too jack but tone like you want to be tone not you know like you're a crossfitter like that's so, that's the balance right,
2: right now you're we're looking at aaron's bigger looking tattoo this photo
4: than will Levis's is what's is that bigger
1: hmm. what's bigger
4: your midsection hmm. no they look pretty similar to me dude y'all
3: y'all do look actually pretty similar like I feel you that his shoulders look tighter certainly when you look at his shoulder yes. definition, but it's not so far off. Your traps are kind of popping in this pick, dude. I got to give you massive credit. I was a little too also, big,
1: I, but 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 I was also young oh. and stupid too. Like I remember in high school, I thought I was so cool because like I was benching, like I was actually pretty strong. Like my freshman year of college, I was benching like three twenty five. Like I was working out with the linebackers, and like I I just I got to the point where And this was like after my career, I was like, why the hell was I doing that? Like there's no point of of creating all that muscle between your pec and the front of your shoulders. You need to be (laughs) able to rotate back. I hate going into anatomy things, but that's just the way it is. Like you need to be able to good posture. If anything, work more in your back and overdevelop your back. I always tell quarterbacks, you need to do two to one. So for every chest exercise you do, you need to do two exercises for your back. Because you need to be able to rotate once again that external okay. rotation backwards. Okay. So if you're like this, you can't. Uh, 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 you need to be here.
3: You know what I'm saying, T? Now, now, no, I do. I understand what you're saying, and like I very famously remember the storyline of Brady Quinn is too jacked. Because yeah. everybody thought he Brady was Quinn looked jacked. cool as hell and he had the old commercials, you know, where he <coughs> drank the protein. He's like, now I'm done. And then they were like, yeah, bro, you, you need to get out the weight room. So I'll be interested to see if Will have Levis Have ever met
4: Brady Quinn? Yes. No, yes. I have can not. T Bob's uh, picture? We're getting, yeah, can we get I'm, my I'm combine Aaron, picture? Aaron, can you, can your boy, can you add your boy stall for two seconds, please? Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, but if Brady Quinn still jacked.
3: Uh, yeah. No, I know Brady yeah. Quinn's like an objectively beautiful human being. I mean, so is Will Levis. Like to Aaron's point, I would, um, I would love to hook up with Will Levis here. I don't know if I would love to draft him though uh, at that mm-hmm. at this point. Um, last thing I will give Will Levis credit for, Aaron, is that it is incredibly rare that in after picks you are paid yes. right in your before picks. Here we'll revisit this in a yes. second. So as and you get to here, is this is the ideal male body uh that we're looking mm. for. Uh this is a picture of me as the Kool-Aid man. Um and this is where I'm going to say fuck you Aaron, fuck you Brum and all you idiots. <laughs> uh is that you all think this is real? My own mother saw this. What, what what type of you think this is real? What first type of, all, of body? First of all, first of all do you I'm think not, that I, I have? I
4: never said this was. Wait,
1: real. Wait, this really isn't real.
3: My own. I really thought this
1: was real. Mother,
3: my own
4: mother asked me if this is real. Do you know it when it a looks, looks too good body not body is... to be real? No, look, it does not. How, it's you know what, obviously the, the, the most obviously Photoshop thing I've ever seen. Dude, I don't know. It
1: the, looks the, pretty good. T you just I, should only be Like, yeah, like I had a dark side of my life. And, and, no. and now look at your boy. Now look at your boy. No. Now. That's, no, this that's is what
3: pisses me off is the side boob that the arms rest on. I have never had that much side boob where I couldn't touch my arms to my side because it's just overflowing. But even my own mother, the woman who birthed me uh one time asked me if this is a real picture or not so y'all have given know. me horrible body dysmorphia know. and horrible body issues and <laughs> i hope you're
4: all very happy with Look yourself how fat the arms are that's what i'm saying there's like not a muscle he on played body, center dude
1: you act like so T-Bob is like some small guy he played so center in the sec there has to be a level of you know some chunkiness to him in order to protect the quarterback, but, he, so like, but here, you know. here's the
4: counter to that Aaron. He played center in okay, the SEC, so he could obviously not have been that chunky.
1: Thank you, yeah, thank true. you, bro. Okay,
4: At least we have that one intelligent person. Uh, maybe you I just that, I to said that was real. I, I want that on the record. To be real.
3: Everybody, everybody, but you're not the thing. Is Aaron? You're actually in great company. It's not just my mom. Like everybody thinks that picture is real. I'm like, what do you? What, what do y'all like? Am I not seeing the same thing that y'all see now? I'm like questioning myself. I'm feeling all self-conscious um Blake Walsh's d1 center has to be strong you're right about that I was pretty strong back in the day you should be able to bench 445 pounds it's like my greatest claim to fame yeah I know but I never looked like Will Levis oh this is about Levis but
1: were you impressed so so I want to get this from an offensive lineman perspective yeah are you are you are you impressed with the quarterback that can go out there and say, like, rep 225, 20 times? Like, you're like, oh, damn, my quarterback's strong as hell. Like, does that really matter perception? No, wise,
3: no, I, no, 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 not at all. Not at
1: all. The coolest thing. But did about you guys think level... of us, did you guys think of us like less, less of a man because we're doing like specific workouts that aren't like getting bulky and strong? Like, did uh, the other no. guys understand that? okay yeah no no no
3: I, I I mean I don't know how tailored the workouts were uh, and the, I feel like the quarterbacks just did everything that we did back in the day no, just maybe stupid. just with lighter weights yeah, which is not smart I mean i I, I agree with you yeah. in fact there's a, some really cool stories coming out about how the new strength coach at lSU does things and it's vastly different than my own experience but that might be a little too hyper local for this show to want to get into but um no I no look dude I just need my quarterback to be able to throw the ball I will say this. I love this picture of Will Levis because he looks like central casting for the Hollywood NFL quarterback, right? Like if if you're casting a movie, you're not going to cast a professional athlete that looks like the Tom Brady body. I want that guy that looks like Will Levis. And if I'm sitting there watching the movie, I'll immediately believe that that dude's an animal um, without thinking too much about it. Last thing on Levis, it's rare in after pictures that you go paler than the before pictures right mm-hmm. everybody's probably always seen the 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 alex jones meme with his own before and after where it's no different he just sucked in he got a tan like a tan helps immensely oh with muscle God. definition so when you look Dude, at how tan, a tan, tan he is before the combine, see that there you go that's what i'm saying so when you yeah. look at how tan he is in december and to be this much paler in march but to look this much more shredded if he was actually properly tanned and lit he would look unbelievable Like like there would be even Mm -hmm. more abs somehow on that body. So uh, shout out to Will Levis. Um, Don't know if he's helping himself out or not, but he looks cool as hell. Uh, I mean, he does look like super badass. Um, Who else looked pretty badass at his pro day today was Anthony Richardson. Um, Brum, we have a ton of highlights. You can just kind of, I guess, roll these as you see fit. As Richardson was effortlessly just slinging deep balls. Around the field. I mean, at one point he hit the literal roof of the indoor, which Aaron, is that an impressive move or not? And it's not like he threw it straight up oh. in the air. Like it wasn't like he was just like watch me hit the roof. He was just throwing a bomb that happened to hit the roof.
1: Well, I think he had to because I believe Will Levis and um Bryce both hit. Oh,
3: so is that like the new He's quarterback well, the flex? Met-
1: it's like the new quarterback flex. Yeah. It's like the new quarterback flex. I would have been more impressed if he threw like an 80-yard pass that didn't hit the ceiling.
4: Everything's so
3: fluid. Yeah, right, right. Because you managed there.
1: to yeah, you okay. So you think he was purposely aiming at the ceiling there then? I do I do think he was purposely aiming at the ceiling because I think everyone all these other quarterbacks did it. You kind of had to do it at that point. But like I said, I think it would have been more of a flex if you threw like an 80-yard rocket that you didn't need to throw it that high in order for it to get there, which I think he's more than capable of doing. But I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, he 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 looks fluid, he looks smooth. Um, you know, the last throw where he launched it, and then did a backflip afterwards. I'm like, my God, this kid's a an absolute freak of an athlete. You know, I I talked to Dan Mullen um two weeks ago about him. You know, we're out there playing a little round of golfy golf golf. And, and are talking you chilling about with Dan and,
3: like are you chilling with Dan like that at this point? Y'all are just getting like semi-regular golfing with one another.
1: Not like semi-regular, but we play every now and then, like if I go to the lake. Oh, but anyway, so we're dude. talking about AR and, and he's like, listen, he's, he's a freak. There's no doubt about it. He does things like, like Tebow couldn't do. And this guy couldn't do like he's by far the biggest thing. He just, he's like, he just can't say healthy. He's like, he's just never healthy. He said he wasn't healthy when I was there. He wasn't healthy this past year. There is an issue when people are like, whoa, he's that big. How the hell is he always hurt? Some guys just are like, I was with, with yep. Carson in, in, in Philadelphia. Carson's 6'5", 240. Carson can never stay healthy either. So I think that, to me, that's a big concern. Obviously, him not playing a ton of football is a major concern, but when it comes to just what he's doing right there, he's the most, there's no question, he's the most talented quarterback in this draft. He has the best arm. Look at this right here. Bam. Right? Oh mean, was fucking stupid dude. That. So like, if you're listening, Anthony Richard pulls
3: a little rollout, 50-yard bomb, dime on a rope, and then he hits a little jog into back handspring into full layout backflip. I also saw another video from the Combine where he does a standing tuck and he's so athletic that he actually over rotates it and ends up like landing on his butt. It is. It's unbelievable. So, so Aaron, I, 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 I keep. Being I will called say this: bats. that Jordan,
1: that yeah, that Jordan logo looks pretty badass in the Florida indoor. That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, look, Jordan, Jordan equipment's cool. They just need their schools
3: to yeah. do better. I guess now that Michigan's really good, like that's good for them. Yeah. But um, having the Jordan logo on there is cool. It's just that Florida and Michigan have been bad for a little bit now. I, I will say this: watching pro day today with Richardson. I understand now more of what you were talking about with the Hendon hooker thing yesterday. Because, yeah, Hooker has better film. He has the size, the leadership, the wins, all this sort of stuff. But, again, like you said, if you're drafting in the top five, um, the, the you, you want to get somebody that just feels extra normal, right? That just feels yeah. like a bit superhuman. And mm-hmm. when you watch that video, when you watch his throws at Pro Day Day, he feels superhuman. Like, you, yeah. you should not be able to do it. And it's like, I understand being confident in yourself as a coach where you're like, I don't give a shit how young he is. I don't give a shit yeah. what he's done up to this point. I know the game. I can teach him the game. And Because, like, because like he can take we, – we, we talked about it a bit on Amp today. But, like, if you look at one of the ways that Patrick Mahomes made such headway so early on in the NFL is that he can make throws that fight mm-hmm. against how defensive players – have spent their entire lives learning to defend, right? Like if the quarterback's on the opposite side of the field and he's rolling out away from me, I should have no threat of anybody getting behind me, you know, like 50 yards deep or something. So, I, so, so my whole life I've been adjusting my safety play based off of that. Well, what happens when Anthony Rich and can turn? and just casually flick it right over the top of my head. Yeah. Well, that expands the field to such a great degree that then you're open up the running. Like, so you you see this, and it's easy to get excited because you feel like, okay, that is a skill that if nothing else can translate immediately
1: to the NFL. A 100%, a 100%, 100%. And into, I mean, you and I, you know, this kind of, I don't know why this just hit me now. I think as we were talking about uh, a little bit about Trey Lance, and, and I was kind of comparing him to him before the show. You and I were just chatting about it. But there is also a sense of like, okay, this kid is is, is by far the best athlete in this draft. I don't want my hat so high. He's by far the best athlete in this draft. There is a a, a risk to drafting him, but the potential is there. And and like we've talked about before, and you kind of alluded to there, like all these coaches think, give me the unfinished product. He's young. I will mold him into this, you know, all pro uh, future Hall of Famer type athlete because he is that talented. And now too, we talk about all the time with, with the way contracts are formulated now for rookies, it's not expensive. So you like, you want to take a chance on a young quarterback because then you can use all that extra money to build your roster around him. You can get extra receivers or guys on defense. You can really go yeah. on, go all in, and then hope you hit a home run with the quarterback. And all of a sudden you got like what Philadelphia has, you got like what Cincinnati has with Joe Burrow, where you have all this money that goes other places because you're not having to pay your quarterback. The flip side of that is, if he doesn't hit Trey Lance, and if Anthony Richardson doesn't hit, you don't feel like you wasted a ton of money. Yeah, you wasted a top five pick, which True. kind of sucks because you could have used it True. somewhere else, but financially, you're not saying in three years, like, damn, I'm paying this dude, 25, $30 million, and we can't go get another quarterback. You can't, you can't, because of the rookie contracts, you can kind of say like, okay, it didn't work. We thought there was a chance, three years down, he's really not progressing. Let's move on. And financially, we're still in a good spot right now where we can go out there and get a, a free agent quarterback, pay him 30, $40 million. And in salary cap wise, we're still in a good spot. So that's why they're, they're more JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are perfect for calls, listening to podcasts and working out. They are built for every single moment.
0: at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches.
2: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.
1: Or apt to take a chance on a guy like Anthony Richardson. Yeah,
3: that's a a very good point. So I feel like Richardson, though, overall, we would declare uh, this a
1: winning day. For Anthony Riching coming out of pro day. I would say it's a huge winning day for him, but, but we okay. knew it would be though. Like I say winning, but we also expected him to, to do that. Like there was, there's, there's, we all, he looks good in shorts. Like that, that that's, it's, it's, are you drafting off film or are you drafting off potential? And depends on the coach, depends on the personality.
3: Uh, Brum, there is a Josh Allen running video that I have linked in the YouTube as well. Aaron, have you ever seen Josh Allen run his 40 at the combine? No. Um, you want to talk about, uh, no, it's fucking awful, but, but he still ran like a four, seven. Like you want to talk about a raw product, as we talk about Anthony Richardson, right? And Josh Allen's kind of the ultimate example of you don't have to be good; you just have to have this physical skill set. Like Josh mm-hmm. Allen has the worst running form I've ever seen in my entire life, and he still managed to run a four seven. Uh, Brum, whenever you have the video, you can, you can uh, go ahead with it. Uh, I still want to talk about Kirby Smart uh, coming but, but, but after. One thing
1: that, I will say this about Josh Allen: I'm, I'm looking <laughs> talk it up right Kirby now. Let's download
4: to- this. Okay. Cool.
1: I want to say Josh Allen real quick in the comparisons for, you know, being so raw. Um, Josh played. He, he played two years at Wyoming. He had an extra season at Wyoming. Like to me, that I think Anthony would be ready after another season. Like that's to me, that's the difference. Like was he still raw Yeah, but he also played 13 more games. Um, yeah,
3: uh, eleven more games. He played eleven games in 11 his last games. year. Josh Allen did Whatever. from fourteen to eleven, um, and he threw for his. He he actually Josh Allen had a better twenty sixteen than we give him credit for, where he did throw for over three thousand yards, twenty eight touchdowns, fifteen yeah. picks. It's the weird stat a line lot of, picks, of
1: bad, bad,
3: bad completion percentage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then only yeah. threw for eighteen hundred yards in uh, twenty seventeen for whatever reason. All right, we'll get to the Allen video when we have it. For now, um you know on here on Snaps, we love coaches using the media as an avenue to snipe one another. Uh we broke down Brian Kelly getting at Nick Saban after Saban's comments about mm-hmm. um scheduling. We broke down Nick Saban ruining Nate Oates and the Alabama basketball team and now we have Saban and Kirby. Uh Kirby not content with just being the new big dog, the defending back-to-back national champ, the unquestioned best in the sport, twisted the knife a little bit. Um, Remember, here's Saban's original quote on the nine-game schedule in Alabama's three permanent opponents. Uh, Quote, I've always been an advocate for playing more conference games, but if you play more games, then you have to get the three fixed opponents right. They're giving us Tennessee, Auburn, and LSU. I don't know how they come to that decision. Right? And he goes on to talk about how he doesn't think it's uh, particularly fair. Here's what Kirby Smart had to say. Quote, I have no thoughts on my permanent opponents. It's not my job to pick them. I'm not going to whine and cry. I'll take whoever they give us and try to beat them. I think that's the best way to handle it. I mean, my God, Aaron, are you going to sit here once again and tell me that that was just happy coincidence and that Kirby Smart meant nothing by it and definitely was not at all uh, responding to Nick Saban's own comments?
1: First off, When it came to to your coach there in in LSU, Brian Kelly, I clearly said that yes, he was throwing a jab at Nick Saban. Yes, yes, this was just because I don't agree with you about Nick Saban throwing a jab at another coach at his university doesn't mean that like I disagree with every subtle jab that's ever thrown out there. Like yes, this was clearly. I didn't know if I didn't know if. uh...
3: I didn't know if Mark huh. Griffith told you that, uh, yeah. isn't that the big yeah. Georgia beat writer? I don't know if yeah. Mark Griffith mm-hmm. told you that, 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 that Kirby meant nothing by it. A very a very valid uh, objective source. There.
1: I actually spoke to Kirby myself, and Kirby said that there was nothing
3: that was directed
1: great. at Nick Saban. No, that was a direct shot at Nick Saban. We all know it. Everyone knows it. And um, who cares? Good for you, baby. Let's go. Like Kirby is high on life, as he should be. Yep. He's he's the best coaching college football at the moment. Back to back national champ has uh, four and five stars out the wazoo. It's it's good to be Kirby. It is good to be Kirby Smart. So, um, I I, I it, it, people keep saying, well, of course he can say that because you know if you look at the way that things are supposed to be, you get Florida and Kentucky and Auburn, and Alabama gets Auburn, LSU, and Tennessee. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know. I'll try to make an excuse there, but that does suck for Alabama. <laughs> no, but whatever,
3: dude. Whatever, dude. I still it does suck. Kirby but you do
1: value. have to still Kirby's play. The point you where he's still have not to play six more SEC teams. teams. Yeah. yeah. And you shouldn't either. Like at the end of the day, if you recruit better and you coach better, yeah. just go out there and win the damn games. Like And, and ex- expanded playoffs. We make a million. Expanded playoff. You're Alabama. You have the brand. You have the coach. You're in the SEC. If you go 10 and two, you're going to get in. You're going to get in. That, that, I to mean, me, that, that's, it's, it's a mood yeah. point.
3: Uh, and, and look, Kirby set the tone to me after the Natty last year where he pulled the old, uh, LeBron and D weight, right? When they were like, not one, not two, not three. Kirby, after game, you remember he counted one. He counted two, and then he immediately threw up the three, okay? So Kirby started the literal exact start of the next college football season. He already told you right after winning a championship, I don't give a fuck. I'm not happy. We're coming for a third title in a row. So I take I think there's one man that Kirby Smart is afraid of, and it's Ed Ogeron. And lucky for him, he no longer has to square up with Ed Ogeron. Why are you giving that look? Kojo beat the hell out of Kirby Smart every time they played.
1: Kirby should bring or uh, excuse me, Nick should bring uh, Ed O on staff as an assistant, oh, you know, a little, lie. just to, God. just to keep him up. That would be a power move just to say, Hey, we just need him just to be Georgia. That's it. You know, I'm gonna that put him on the is... his job is just going to stare at coach, you know, Kirby smart the entire game.
3: You want to talk about a way to sour the, you know, legend that you have built here in Louisiana. I I actually went on a huge rant. I was in a big F Tennessee last night mode on one of my podcasts. And I went on a huge Butch Jones rant because like I, I went after Kevin Durant back in the day when he lost the Warriors and joined the Warriors. I think Butch Jones joined Alabama is an even bigger bitch move. I mean, this man left and you say, Oh, but you, he got fired and you got a good offer from safe. Don't take the offer. Okay. Don't take the offer. I don't care about Jones. You sat there. You you went. Um, you know, crawling on your knees, hat in hand, ass in the air. You kissed Nick Saban's toes. You kissed his ring. You allowed him to give him some little analyst position, and then, in the ultimate sin, you smoked cigars in the locker room on the bodies of the very players that committed to play for you. And you never got to smoke those cigars because you could never win the game yourself when you were in Tennessee. Like, I, I, I think that's the softest move in SEC history, and we should make more
4: fun of Butcher. I think it is especially <laughs> soft. Like, going to Alabama and, like, going to the, the saving Rehab Clinic is not – I understand that, but reveling against a win against Tennessee. Exactly. When they, when they were down mostly because of you is, is – exactly. Not, like, it's it's you know insane. Why you, but you, my know. man, start on
1: the bottom. Now he's on the top. Don't don't hate on he, man for he, enjoying no, a He victory. was How dare no. both of you ever? No. It's like it was like when uh, you know people were hitting on Florida and Dan Mullen for celebrating a win versus a Group of Five team. It's like you know what? I work hard. I want to enjoy these victories. They're not easy to get done. Those though. are so
4: Aaron. That's apples and of balls, of you. And you know
1: it. Screw both of you. Yeah, yeah. excellent.
3: The Br- Brum, you've been doing a political podcast lately. Is that what you in the politics realm call a straw man argument? Yeah. Uh, I call a that not- a
4: false equivalency, but it's yes, similar that's deal. what it is.
3: So you're right. A fa- no, no, that's what it is. It's a false equivalency. In uh, no way the same. Every every yeah. corpse that Butch Jones fact. was celebrated by smoking the cigar in that room were the corpses of the very young men who had committed to playing for him. Do you,
1: the, you, don't, the, you don't the, think that, there's that any ill will of Ed, of Ed O who just won a national championship a couple of years before Towards LSU, where he wouldn't say, "I don't really give a damn about LSU." You gave me my money, Hell but you no, fired dude. me after two years. I'm going Hell to Alabama. No. Hell no! First mm-hmm. off, I don't know. I don't think that man wants to get back into coaching. You think that there's like I, think- I I agree with that, but like I I still don't think that there's this like love affair of him towards LSU. Though I mean, I would be kind of I think if look I was look him. I I think there's probably some natural salt,
3: but again, I think that 17 milli not to work goes a long way towards easing those wounds i mean you saw the old clip from the arkansas touchdown club did we ever play that oh, yeah. on this show uh you know hey which door do you need me to leave <laughs> you know yeah. like like yeah like, like hell yeah dude. like that's again it's like we talked about with dan mullet that's what a normal person does in that situation <laughs> somebody offers you 17 million you put your pride to the side you say okay i guess you're right and then you go and you be fucking happy and you buy houses in multiple states and you, you run think, around and you do whatever you think, whatever Jimbo, the hell you you think want. there's
1: a you think Jimbo was kinda of saying like I'll take the buyout and run? You think I mean do you think he's a sane enough person to say I'll take eighty million dollars and stop coaching? I mean or do you think surely, he is surely
3: the- surely after the twenty four seven toxicity of Texas AM he, he is ready to do that. I but but again I, I mean No, they're, because they're just if
4: psychos. he wanted to do it, he would have got he would have had his agent go to the to the people and say, I'll take forty, see ya. If yeah, was- I guess that's true. You, I guess what you do true. is you have your agent negotiate like like yeah. it's like these NBA players who suck, who like get big deals and stuff. You negotiate like uh, like some sort of halfway buyout yep. if, if you're actually done and it's still more money than you could ever possibly spend. Um, Brum, do you have the uh, Josh on running for? I do not It's not the- downloading for me, so I put it in the clip in the YouTube chat.
3: Uh, all right. Yeah. Not a big deal. Um, but then we, we don't have to do it. Do you have the picture
4: of the NFL coaches? Uh, hold on. Stand by.
3: Okay. Um, Aaron, oh, this is Aaron. So we have pictures from the NFL coaches meeting. There's a very funny clip of Travis Kelsey trying to name all the NFL coaches. I think he gets about 66% of them can't name like a big grouping of the guys, right? I noticed on my show the other day, I can't even name LSU football players. Like I had no idea what John Emery looks like. Uh, now you work with these players clearly closely, so I imagine you could probably name the Georgia roster. But mm-hmm. I'm going to be very intrigued to see how many of these NFL coaches uh, you can end oh, up have getting. I don't, yes. exactly, go, I don't watch NFL. Yeah, exactly, dude. Let's go. I don't watch NFL. I don't care. That's the point of the game. I want to see
1: who you think is who, and if you, I know, don't. I could name maybe people. three of them. I can name three of them. I'll tell you right no now. No way, no way. It's going to be. Yeah, I don't watch the NFL. I do not watch the NFL.
4: Okay, like uh, right here,
1: I can yeah, tell you what. Like, co- I can go through and tell you Aaron, who well, everyone hold on. coaches well, me, I'm for. On this
4: for you. Stand by. I can
1: tell you who everyone coaches four, but I do not know their names.
3: Okay, well, we will also take because even in the video, um, Kelsey actually does a lot of that, just naming the uh, the teams that they coach. Teams. All right, let's start in the back I just row. Don't lie. Uh, and oh, we start lady, in the back sure. row, back left. Who, who is that the... in the pink? Who's the polo back right left?
1: <laughs> I have no idea who that is. It's Brandon.
3: Oh, that's an Arizona coach. Yes, yeah, it's an no,
1: Arizona no, coach, right? no,
3: no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. That's the, that's the Chargers coach. Who is that next to him? He's a hero in his with his fan base. Daybo? A Daybo? Is that Debo?
1: Uh,
3: Brian Dayball. Close. We will count it. Dayball. Brian Dayball, Dayball, former Alabama, now Shanahan. Um, yeah, there's Shanahan. Shanahan.
1: Who is a swole, who's a little swole guy next to him? I have no idea who that is. I,
3: Brum, I got to be honest. I don't know who that is either. I think we're both striking out here. That's Kyle Shanahan next to him. Brum, do you know who that kind of short, stocky guy is?
4: Sorry, my audio is far away from me negotiating pictures. I, I mean, let's let's go through this. We have – this is great radio, by the way. Um, yeah, it's Exa. Who cares? Um, I don't give a fuck. It's Thursday. Real- it's the end of the week. I'm real because obviously you have the Sean's right there towards the end of the right side.
3: Whoa, 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 whoa. Careful, careful, careful. Don't give Aaron any easy answers. You know, stick on the so back we're doing, row. Stick we're in the, the back row for the fourth Back row, button up blue. Yeah. I have no idea who that is. Okay. So, no okay. Complete that. strikeout from Team Staffs. Uh, I know the next yeah. guy. Do you know who the tall guy next to him is, Aaron? Nope. You should know this. That's Arthur fucking Smith as the Falcons head coach in in the the, the, the city that you live. I don't watch any Falcons football. Who's next to Arthur
1: Smith? I can't tell. No idea. That's Mike
3: Tomlin. That's Mike Tomlin. Who is, is, is next to my? comment? That's just a crappy yeah. picture. I know who Mike yeah, I mean, is. To be is. fair,
4: Brum, a sh- Brum a has a shit pretty picture. shitty picture here. I, I did uh, not, yeah. yeah, it's it's very tough in this scenario. I mean, next to him is D'Amico Ryan. Is that Ryan.
1: the uh, Houston's head coach? No, next?
4: that's not D'Amico.
3: Is that D'Amico Ryans? I thought Do that was Todd Bowles. I thought it was Todd Bowles. The Bowles let June were Bowles. What's that, Todd Bowles? Do you know who's next to Detroit head coach. Yeah, okay. Dan Campbell. There we go. I have no clue on earth who that is next who to Dinkin.
1: He looks like he's 15 years old.
3: I, 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 I just have no idea. I know that's Robert Sala of the New York Jets next to him. Yeah, I know Jets um, next to that, him. Is that – so a name that I heard a lot through the offseason, is, is that Shane Steichen? I, I think one of them is Shane Steichen. I'm not entirely he, sure <laughs> which like, one is Who is the one
1: to the right of the Jets coach?
3: That's Kevin McCullough. No idea. That's Kevin oh, that's O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Who's he? Who That's is the Vikings that? That He
3: coach. The Vikings head coach. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Keep going, bro. Keep going. We're gonna have to belabor yeah, the me. ones it's we don't know. Keep NFL. going. Get to the edge. Aaron's head is blocking a couple. Okay. See, um, that is Todd Bowles right here. Oh, there's there's Bowles on the edge. You're right. Who's next yeah. to Todd Bowles? Working Doug Indiana. Peterson. Yeah, yeah there Fresh. we Cincinnati's head coach. <laughs> Zach McCarthy. Taylor, Cincinnati's
1: head coach. Do you know who this
3: uh, other guy is? Last guy in the back row next to... Mike McCarthy
1: looks so pissed off. I have no idea who's next to Mike McCarthy. uh,
3: uh, Jason Kelsey on the New Heights podcast called Mike McCarthy, uh, Matt Foley. (laughs) <laughs> Which I thought yeah. was pretty fucking <laughs> fantastic. To, <laughs> major Man, Brian, I mean, uh, Mike McCarthy looks so unhappy with himself. And, I mean, so how could you not? It's, it's not a good look. You, you never want to be the big guy on the edge of the picture either. It tends to kind of stretch you out a little bit. I love Doug Peterson's look. He just looks like a happy oh, suburban fresh, dad. Always about to go good. play golf with. Um, no, he, I have no, no dude who fresh. the blaze in the back is next. to Mike McCarthy is that Jonathan Gannon? I believe
4: that is Jonathan Gannon, yes.
3: Okay, who's, who's next to him, Jonathan Aaron Murray, Gannon. in the, in the, in the what? he's Oh, Miami's he's head, head coach. Cardinals head coach. Yep, that's Mike McDaniel. There we go. Who's next to him? Uh, I have no I, idea. I know who that is. That is... Hmm.
4: Is that Frank Reich? That's Kevin Stefanski. Shit! No, that's not Frank Reich.
3: <laughs> um, okay, uh, who's next to Kevin Stefanski? Steve Carroll there we go Pete okay Carroll. Yep. yeah keep yep. going brum scroll come over on, brum. a little bit so, so we can see the rest of the picture scroll keep it up brum. It. come on we're gonna have to replace you with danny Cardenas for all live
1: uh video production hardball yeah and yeah yep. andy uh, your boy, uh, boy? carolina your boy come on danny you got it you got no riverboat McVay. you got no
3: riverboat's name
1: riverboat ron rivera I'm drawing the blank right now sean ron payton rivera. yep McVay. Sean mcveigh yep uh, Green Bay. Matt LaFleur. God, I'm just right? shitty with name, Matt LaFleur. I'm so bad with names. No, where's Frank Wright at? Where is Frank Wright? He's one of the There's white guys. There's a couple of them
4: there. who aren't there. Yeah, so. Frank's not Wait, there.
3: Who, who is next to Um, who is next to Matt LaFleur?
4: That's Joshua Daniels, correct?
3: Ma- no,
1: that is,
4: is not it? Joshua Daniels. No,
1: that's definitely not it's Joshua not. Daniels.
4: God damn it, guys. It's Dennis Allen.
3: Oh, yeah. How could you not know? The NFL's premier coach, New Orleans Saints coach, Duh. Dennis Allen. And then, obviously, there's an uh, old boy from Buffalo there. Wait, go back, though, to Dennis Allen real quick, bro, because to me, he looks like the fringe guy that wants to get in on the Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur friend group, right? Like McVay mm-hmm. and LaFleur look like the cool guys. They're out there pulling. And Allen, like, tries to dress the same he kind of tries to hang out with him, and maybe every now and then he sneaks into the group, but they're not really friends with him at the end of the day. Like, he's kind of elbowed his way in, and maybe he's like really rich, or maybe he got his license first or something. So there's some reasons to hang out with him. But poor Dennis Allen just he's feels in the so incredibly Uber, nerdy. And there. all the cool kids are in the first. Always, always, yeah. always in the second Uber. <laughs> um, the there was. Team Uber. Oh, so tried to name all of the uh, NFL coaches. I-, I apologize to everyone mm-hmm. listening on podcasts.
1: Uh, Swing a whiff. yeah.
3: Oh. Uh, how many, how many about half? Half you about half. I got half. i them half. Yeah. About yeah. 50%. Okay. There you go. That's why we are the premier. Dude. I don't watch any podcast.
1: Rarely watch NFL. We're are we podcast. dumb? Was
3: the stocky guy, Josh McDaniels.
4: I always get them confused. Little, the Josh. He does have a
3: little, confusing. he does have a little potato sort of feel to him. All right that'll do it for today's snaps. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Um, enjoy thinking about will Levis and that body over the weekend, or you can think about Anthony Richardson mm. and those throws over the weekend. Um, coming up on Monday's snaps, we'll recap all the pro days, all the weekend latest. We'll make fun of Tennessee for losing to LSU in, uh, in, in, uh, baseball this weekend that's going to be very fun
1: starting tonight. Um, Aaron, anything to say on the way out here? Uh, no. Happy Final Four weekend, ladies and gentlemen. The game's going tonight. Is that right? Are they tonight? Yeah. No, tomorrow. tomorrow.
4: and uh, tomorrow. Saturday. Saturday.
3: You're right. Saturday. Women's starts Almost tomorrow. Saturday. Men's starts on Saturday. And happy opening day to all those who celebrate. I know for the MLB boys, there's a lot of Braves fans probably, especially in our listening audience, um, Happy Braves Day. I hope you all have a wonderful day. We love you. Thank you to FanDuel for having us here. YouTube.com slash The Volume is where you can check us out live every day. Uh, if you just Google steps Podcasts there. If you want to help the show, you can rate it and review it. That always helps. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, thank you to Con Coward and everybody else for having us here to... Ryan Brumley, Paul Farrington, and Pat Gunner, Danny Cardenas, Adam Gracia, Aaron Murray. We love you. Thank you to everyone hanging out in the chat with us every day. And we will see you on Monday on the next episode of Snaps.
2: Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.